Hello and welcome to Living a Broadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here and what they're doing now. This is James. I am Mikey. And here we are. Right. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> didn't go as planned there, but... Uh, that horse is a little bit too loud or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah we well, try to queue up some... Uh, God, we spoke about that we and we're going to do it right and then yeah. <laughs> I fucked well, it up again. Well, I always fuck are. up the introductions. <laughs> Mikey, yeah, last week was just a travesty. Uh, but uh, here we are. What was the significance of those noises? Yeah, we were trying to queue up some, some spooky, scary uh, sound effects because it is Halloween. It is the 31st of October. So this is a little Halloween uh, special, I suppose. It will be Halloween themed. Yeah, we made it at the end of October already. And uh, yeah, I think we've, after those intros as well, the last couple of weeks, I think we naturally pause for Eric as well. It's just like, I'm James. I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. And we do have a guest. I didn't know if the guest was going to chime in. I didn't know if I was doing the scary music. And I just got flustered once again. So, (laughs) yeah, there you go. But yeah, happy, uh, happy Halloween to you. Yeah, and to you too. Do you, yes. Is that a thing you say, I guess? Happy Halloween. I felt weird saying it today. I said it a few times as at work and, uh, mm. you know, I got a happy Halloween back, but I just felt like, did I put them on the spot? And they were like, oh, I better say I it. can't bring myself to say it. it sounds, too weird. It is I, weird. I got sushi tonight, takeout. Yeah. And this little Japanese girl's like, happy Halloween. Uh-uh. I'm like, I don't want to say it back you to you. You didn't even say it. You just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's weird when you don't <laughs> grow is. up with it. And that's what we're, this is all based around. Um, the two of us, along with our guest that you'll introduce shortly, uh, we didn't grow up with, with Halloween. So this is all like uh, very, very new to us and yeah. a little bit weird. And I will say, I think, I think you're even more far removed from it than the UK because I definitely have childhood memories. Trick or treating was still a thing. So again, we were sellouts before Oz jumped mm. on the bandwagon. We, we're slowly starting to sell out, which, which I'm not happy about. Um, yeah, it always felt... I don't know. We never. It was weird though. It's like there's British trick or treating. I, I don't know if I even remember like growing up thinking like, oh, this is, you know, this is what they do in America. I think it was just one of those traditions. It, it was big enough to actually be trick or treating was a thing, and it was like you know some days you would just. I had my mate Adam. He would just go as a ninja every year, just dressing all black and say he's a ninja. <laughs> lazy, uh, lazy, bloody lazy. Uh, and but then we did like a few when we were short enough. It's the classic like long jacket, all sit on the shoulders kind of thing. And oh, that's be, pretty cool. Yeah. So there's a few like. Mem- Memorable Halloweens I've got, whereas I don't think, as you say, I think nobody no- dressed up, nobody did trick or treats, and the only thing about Halloween that I'd look forward to, or that I would like, kind of make it think it was Halloween, is that there would always be the Simpsons Halloween specials. Yeah, Treehouse of Horror Boy, and that's the only way that I ever knew that it was Halloween or any significance, and that's why I knew it was like a really. Uh, American thing and well yeah North American thing I guess yeah really pushed so there's an annual Halloween special it's a good way to keep track but yeah, yeah. nothing that really so when it, it just come and roll around I guess it's just coming into summer there as well right so you're not the leaves aren't falling you're not yeah it's com- it's a completely different feeling to yeah. hear yeah it's not spooky is it but but I've, I've certainly I haven't fully come around to Halloween I'm, I'm I, I got to admit I'm still not quite there but yeah in terms of fall, I used to hate fall. I used to find it so depressing because, like, summer's ending and, you know, now the days are getting shorter, it's getting colder, rainier. I used to hate fall, but I've come around, I've got to admit, because you got Halloween, you got uh, Thanksgiving and, you know, 
it looks beautiful with all the leaves. So, so it's become more of a we're uh, getting there. An annual, yeah. You're in getting into a little bit of a yearly routine, yeah. but you're, you're it's taken six not, years. Yeah, <laughs> to kind of like it. Not opening up your heart to it quite yet, but uh, open to the possibility at least. But there are things that uh, we mentioned uh, in the UK. It's still kind of there on the fringe, but it's uh, still you would you would go down i'd say like here for every in this neighborhood if you're to walk around uh, for every i'd say five houses i'd say in this area three of them will be decorated mm. um, whereas, oh, big on decorating aren't they huge like places go all fucking out all out <laughs> yeah and they've got they turn their front yard into a proper graveyard and like yeah. you know, really invite us and hey you can come and trick or treat here like come and invite um, yeah whereas in the uk it's a bit of a risk like you 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 take the risk. You go up down a, a dark alley, um, and uh, and uh, you get the you get the panic. It doesn't look Halloweeny the house at all. But you'll get a sweet old lady. She'll just like look around and grab an apple out the fruit bowl, and yeah, you know, you'd come yeah, away. Yeah, you yeah. look in your little bag at the end of the night. You got a few apples in there, and uh, you know every little counts. Uh, but here it's like advertised. Come and knock on our door. Come at this like a real kind of community spirit here. Pun intended. It really is, and I, I find it. I find it so so shocking, and I. I find the whole concept like really bizarre, but you just want a cold shower, don't you? Just uh, to wash yourself of uh, <laughs> of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, I just find it weird because you you bring your te- kids up saying, um, you know, never take candy from a stranger. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, and then so yeah. in North America, if you bring your kids up, it's like, all right, kids, never take candy from a stranger. Except for the 31st of October. <laughs> Go for your lives. Just do it as much as you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. It must be bloody confusing. It must be. Yeah, and there's, uh, I've seen, like, there's all these pranks that come out. The parents like to have a bit of fun, too. And um, seeing them all over the internet, it's like they fake that they ate their ki- all of their kids' Halloween sweets and their candy. So it's like oh, this yeah. little trend where they like, oh, it's all gone. What's they- stopping someone putting, like, an edible in a kid's bag? <laughs> Nothing really, um, but you hear honestly, man. You hear about that. There's, there's been uh, people interfering with trick or treat treats. And have we lost the trick part? Do people do that anymore? I thought like if you don't get candy, you get like your head, yeah. House egged or yes. some shit like that. Uh, two PC these days, boy. We've There's lost no, that, haven't we? It's lost. Yes, yeah, I guess it's just treat night. Speaking it's- of PC, you know who's been a little quiet this Halloween? Who? Oh, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he Didn't want to risk what it. What would he be dressing up as this year? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's damned if he does. The Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, happy Halloween, Justin, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, should we introduce our guest? Because I know she'll back me up on everything I say. Yeah, well, our guest tonight hasn't had to travel far. Uh, she's been on the show before. So welcome back to my lovely girlfriend, Laura. Hello. Nice to Welcome. be back. Well, she has travelled far. I mean, she's from Australia. Ah, so of course. Well, I mean, yeah. in that in we, that aspect. There you go. If we're nitpicking, she's come a long way. I have. And, uh, I have a really long way, except yeah. for this evening, literally into the other room. She's already here. Apartment. So. Yeah, but yeah. thanks for coming. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say thanks for having us because I, the last we were saying the last three podcasts we've done early in the morning because we've been phoning into Europe. This one's a bit later at night, Yeah, kind of at our what was our usual time slot. So thanks for having us. And we grew up on separate, uh, two completely different places in Australia. So is what I was saying correct for you? Yeah. Very, very correct. It was not a thing. Um, I did actually have a a friend when I was about eight or nine years old and she was really into it. Not, uh, Not American, but just super into it. And what they would have to do was that her parents would have to go around to some houses in their cul-de-sac, like, or like 
you know, little street and be like, can you trick or treat? Because my kid wants to trick or treat. Oh, so <laughs> they get forewarning that it's going to happen. Yeah. So, but, oh, and I always found that really strange. And I, even as an eight or nine year old, I thought, why would you want to do that? So she was like the only, yeah. the only kid in your school or the, something that wanted to trick or treat. The only person that I like ever knew who trick or treated was this one girl. Mm. Um, and then, you know, as the years went by and uh, globalization is occurring and Australia wants to, do everything America does. It's yeah. become a little bit more prevalent and then... Yeah, and I think it is a holiday for um, for everybody. It's not a holiday. No, it's not technically I, a I holiday. I hate when people call it a holiday because it's well, not a holiday. Yeah, I know. It's an I, occasion. It's an occasion, I know. Yeah, but, but it's, it's weird. If you don't associate with a holiday, of course, no one had the day off today, but it feels like a holiday out there. I've just seen fireworks, people trick-or-treating. It's like, you know, there's a real, like, Halloween air about it, but in Oz, you would have had... You know, just real cobwebs from spiders. That, that's about it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, this is the thing. I don't have so much a problem with it here or, or in America. I think it's just more in Australia, as I see it, started to get more common. It's got absolutely nothing to do with culture in Australia. No. Zero things. No. Well, and I, to be fair, I don't even know how Halloween started. I've heard so many different stories that it's mm-hmm. like goes back to like medieval times in Europe and it's actually from there and all sorts. Well, it's Witches. like a pagan, it's a pagan, pagan time of year. Yeah, all that shit. But I was saying, I guess like now it's like seen as a holiday for everybody because the kids get their candy and get to dress up and then yeah. adults enjoy dressing up and going to Halloween parties and getting drunk and... Well, you know, they do. All, all that kind of thing. and yeah, I think, again, like thinking of Australia as well, like why would you want to put on layers of clothing and a mask in that yeah. kind of, in those kind yeah. of temperatures? I tell you what, Good looking point. at Instagram today, you know, all the celebs out there with their Instagram posts, everyone was saying how they were dying because them and their entire families are dressed in these head-to-toe costumes it's a, and they're sweating and it's like 30 degrees. It's a very good <laughs> point. Yeah, It's like we'll, we'll hear, um, you know, over Christmas, ugly Christmas sweater parties are very, very common here, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. But then last year I went f- home for Christmas and my mate Chris, bless his heart. Hey, Chris. Um, it was a great party, by the way, mate. But he made an <laughs> ugly Christmas sweater theme in like 40 degree oh heat. God. Jeez, yeah. Some what? things just don't translate. And so like everybody took it off straight away. It was it was a great party. Um, <laughs> it was two days after I, wa- I arrived. I was um, quite jet lagged, so I... Um, Fell asleep, fell asleep, didn't pass out. Oh, yeah, nice put it out there, comfy definitely. Jump, comfy jumper. Yeah, <laughs> just if you listen, you're listening, Chris, uh, no, no offence. So. And uh, so, yeah, I never thought of that for Halloween um, costumes. But, yeah, I counted 19 groups of people trick-or-treating on the way over here. Oh, wow. Wow. What struck me was a lot of groups of teenagers yep. without really? parents. Now, what do we think about that? If a, 15 year, a group of 15-year-olds came to your door, would you give them candy? Or would you say, grow the fuck up, get out of here? <laughs> well, I think there's always been that age where, I mean, I wouldn't have been out of 15. It's like there's always that kind of, that that bar has to be, it's a thin line. I think once you're not 12. a kid. 12, 12 yeah. 12. I, I don't know. And it's not, I think now, that, then you get to that cheeky age where it's like 13 or 14 years old. Should we just go in and get loads of sweets? They don't know. Like they've got a mask on. It could be a kid. I'd be worried about getting fucking robbed by one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's well, just it's 15 there. coming towards you with masks on and anonymity there for you. They're just like, you know, they just want to mess around. They want to be out on the streets 
in the evening well, without parental supervision. There was a lot congregating. You know that cemetery on 33rd? <gasps> there yes. was a lot congregating around there. Oh, yeah. So I, I like, bet mm. they get their old Ouija boards out and get <laughs> yeah. a bit of yeah, music. Ouija into, boards. Yeah. I was trying to think of that. <laughs> Fucking Ouija boards. God, yeah. 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 The, some spirits. Uh, yeah, more into the occult. And at that age, yes. they've seen all the horror films. So I think it's more of like uh, they go for the real horror aspect, whereas a little kid is like a sweet little you know pumpkin mask or something there's no real fear to it mm. uh, they're not trying to scare people i think like 15 i think the fun comes in then that they're actually actively trying to freak people out i think that's where the age thing might kick in mm. um, may- maybe. i think so yeah, yeah. i think that's a good point you know what i'm glad isn't a thing anymore remember that phase when people would dress up as clowns yeah. i love just, that what it was hilarious <laughs> that <laughs> is loved it. fucking horrible but so many of them were fake well, there was, well, yeah, uh, they're not really going to kill you. Yeah. Well, they're not real clowns. Of course they're fake. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're fake. fake. They're fake. <laughs> they're all <laughs> They're not killer clowns. Well, there's a, there's a documentary coming out soon called Wrinkles the Clown. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah, and it's all about uh, a, a guy, I think it was in Florida or it was the US, mm. um, and uh, he was basically a, a sad clown that used to, he was a children's entertainer, uh, and then he was out of work, and he's kind of got the, the proper clown aesthetic, but he put his number out there and said, if anyone wants me to come and visit them, here's my number and I'll go and, uh, you know, visit and can do, I'm looking for work basically. So he wasn't even meant to be like a creepy clown, but then people started abusing it and saying, Hey, let's call wrinkles. And it was like this kind of, um, you know, it swept the nation of people calling this number and just hearing his voicemail. It's just a normal guy going, Hey, it's wrinkles here. Um, but <laughs> but he was, he was capitalizing on this whole issue where, you know, clowns are starting to free people out more than ever because of all of the horror genre like utilizing it so yeah, he was just like well i'm not making any money being a normal clown so maybe what i should do is just be a scary clown and people can hire me to come and scare their kids yeah. through the windows at night underneath someone's bed that's, like that'd be know. a terrible parent to do that <laughs> i know so let's freak out our kids um but yeah it's, it was the along you know sweeping uh, at the time was like you know it came out the remake of uh, it so this is recent clown. that winkles Very was recent. around yeah wrinkle yeah. yeah so they're making yeah exactly quite they made just a documentary a and they're yeah, so 2017, 2016, it was, uh, yeah, and then they people started, obviously, anything catches on these days. So just people standing under street lights holding balloons and things, so they mm. just look to look creepy. Um, yeah. that, that would have freaked you out then if you're back uh, driving, you know, on a misty night. Yeah, soon. fucking <laughs> right. Well, who wouldn't that freak out? That'd uh, freak everybody out. Yeah, you know, uh, but some people wouldn't want to give him the satisfaction. They'd be like, he's trying to freak me out. But I, I, I can't see a scenario where that yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't be scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just got yeah it's something crazy about a guy going out in the middle of the night dressed up as anything. Isn't well, it? mm. it's just the thought that you know it's not outside the realm of possibility, you know, for a clown, a man who is a cl- professional clown, to be a secret murderer. Like mm. there was yeah. that guy, John Wayne Gacy. Yes, John Wayne Gacy, professional clown, and was actually a serial murderer. Wait, is this this no, isn't this wrinkles? Is real. No, no, this is not a real wrinkles. Guy. This is uh, wrinkles is recent, not a murderer. Uh, we're going back to the oh, days of John Wayne okay. Gacy, the original killer clown, like an actual kind of serial killer Original who happened guy. to love Why do you guys know so much about this? It's uh, fucking weird. Know, yeah. Down <laughs> the know, YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit YouTube hole. rabbit hole, um, you know, killer documentaries that are on Netflix. There's all these kind of things now. But it's, it's not, it doesn't exactly, it's not lost in a sea when it, when you hear about a true real-life killer clown and you're a horror fan. These kind of things stick in your brain, for better or worse. I think I've brought up on this podcast that I, I'm not a big fan of clowns. And I went and saw it with a group of friends. Have I brought this up? No. And then going in, going into it, one of my friends, she said, oh, I heard it's pretty amazing. Like, it's quite theatrical. Like, they actually have 
you know, people dressed as clowns come into the theatre and try and scare people <laughs> throughout the movie. More scared of that than you were. So I'm film. sitting there the whole fucking movie thinking that people are going to come up and scare me. So I'm like skittish as shit, just like looking around and stuff. And, on edge. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit a little bit gullible on well, that one. But I didn't peg you for a horror guy anyway, I don't think. I, I can't Not a horror you. guy. No, nah, you no, wouldn't I go was, home and pop on a I was a trying horror. to think what's... Okay, let's... let's What's the, the scariest movie you've seen? Well, I think me and Laura both have an answer for it. Yeah. Uh, it's a recent one. Uh, I mean, recent. there's a, there's a lot of things like being scared is a whole spectrum, of course, and it's not. we're not talking jump scares and people shocking. That's being like, that's being shocked. That's not being scared. If you, anyone can be quiet and they go, ah, and that'll make you jump, but it's not scary. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go into the real psychological horror, um, Hereditary is a recent film, came out last year. Have you seen that one? <laughs> what do you think the answer is, James? Have what you seen do you the think the answer is? Um, but it's a creepy film that will get under your skin, and uh, it's one of those ones you just have to kind of pop it on. In a, we saw it at the cinema, and it was it was incredible freaky. to see it. And we we went in, you know, not wanting to be spoiled, so we hadn't read too much about it. Um, and it was touted as being as scary as The Exorcist. Which, which isn't that scary. Which isn't that scary no. now. But, but it used it, to be it scary. Used to be scary. Was the, it was the, yeah. The um, and so we went in, and, you know, you don't know what to make of it. But it's the tone of it. It's it's saturated with such dread yeah. that as things progress through the film, you're, you're just building this dread. It's a very, yeah, if you the like modern horror, which is very like, in your face, in your face, jump scare, jump scare, ah, ghost, mm. ghost, loud you won't noise, like loud it. Noise. It's a psychological horror. Oh, I, I like but it is also very scary. It's okay. the scariest movie yeah, we've ever seen. Slow burn. And it, it's, yeah, I mean, there's other ones I can think back to, like things that it, it, I, I kind of gauge it if there's something that stays with you from a horror film that, you know, you can kind of see a certain image that's burned into your brain. And Hereditary has at least three that are like <laughs> very in there that images. once you've seen it, you're like, okay. Uh, but the ending I wasn't too big a fan of. So I wouldn't say it's the best horror film we've no, ever it's seen. Not the best. No, but it's, it's uh, the scariest. It, yeah, it hits the mark. Another um, one I would say is It Follows, which is also a yeah. recent make and it surprised me it looks like a generic horror movie teenage horror movie and it is very well done and it's very scary Mm. very simple premise someone's following you and it sounds just on paper it sounds ridiculous it's basically a sexually transmitted ghost (laughs) (laughs) it sounds stupid yeah it sounds ridiculous so you you can easily if you read that ghost must spend a lot of time up in whistler (laughs) (laughs) yeah would not be surprised full of spirits up there uh but yeah it's basically uh the the effect the effective part of the film is that it's basically something that's always walking towards you no matter what so once someone passes it on to them something's coming for them and it's walking but it it was great. There's some really great imagery, and again, it's got that tone to it. But so many holes you can pick in the plot and say, "Well, yes. why can't they just like fly forever? Like go to Australia? It's going to be walking towards them, but it's not going to walk through the sea. It'll take ages. I'll buy you some time. You know, pop over to Antarctica. Like, there's always those things you, that sure. they don't really bring up. But yeah, I would say this, the scariest I've seen that isn't even that scary probably Saw, which is more of a psychological thriller. Saw one. I wouldn't even go. I, I wouldn't even go past Saw one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Laura. And, and Saw is fantastic. I have to find <laughs> the original fucking Jumanji scary. Uh, okay? No. Yeah. So it's when creepy. I was a kid, I it's found a great it movie. Too. It's, it's a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, I'm, don't you Filmed remember? in Vancouver too. Yeah, Isn't it? what? It's yeah. very relevant. I didn't yeah, know that. when you're in Stanley yeah. Park, is there's section and bits in Shaughnessy as well. Jumanji. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and it is creepy as a kid. I yeah. And creepy. the original It as well. So the Tim mm. Curry 1990s version filmed out in New Westminster and around Vancouver. So the original storm grate that the clown's waiting under is now, uh, I think it's like paved over, but there's still, <laughs> you can still go and see that grate where Tim Curry was uh, yeah. waiting under the sewers. Oh. Um, but that's cool. No, Saw was a good one. Like that was, uh, was you know, be- before it went into like eight sequels. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was actually pretty effective and, uh, not like really what you'd call a horror, though. Um, it's mm, I would call it psychological it's a, it's a thriller, gore horror. Gore yeah, it kind of, and it was a good mystery. It was like uh, there was it actually drew you in. So mm. I think that's where the horror comes from. Is like that. I mean, it, there's people out there. I'm sure you've all seen Saw by now. But if you haven't, uh, there is a big end kind of game changer. That if you've seen it through to the end, uh, mm-hmm. did you make it through, Mikey? We was oh, I made it through, mate. I made it through. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. I actually saw funny story. I, I saw the first uh, ten minutes of um, the ring. Oh, yeah. oh what, did you that? <laughs> yeah, we've seen the room. For a good reason, though. Not for <laughs> I was a teenager. Right. And um, my big fat Greek wedding had Love just that. come out. Love Scariest that film so of all time. Craig, yeah. <laughs> Bit of a tangent. No, but uh, so that was coming out and uh, my mum and dad really wanted to see it. And I was a, a young teenager at the time and um, they wanted me to go. And I was at that age where I was like, oh embarrassing going to the, the <laughs> yeah. theatre with mum and dad. What if like my what, big fat group. Yeah, to see my big fat group. What if kids from school see me? Yeah. But I, I, I decide to go and <laughs> this is this is classic. Um, well, I guess it wasn't even the old man's fault, but he went and bought the tickets. Mum always makes him do things like this. She's always like, you're the man. You go get the tickets. You go <laughs> to the bar and drink, get the drinks and stuff like that. Oh, anyway, so he goes... And I'm sure he did ask for three tickets to my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> but but the teenager working at the concession stand obviously printed out the wrong tickets or I can't remember, or we just walked into the wrong theatre. Oh I'm not gosh. too sure how it happened, <laughs> but we went into the ring. <gasps> uh, <laughs> oh my God. We're watching the ten first minutes. ten minutes and I'm sitting there and I start to sweat profusely. <laughs> And I'm like, this is a long-ass uh, trailer, right? Yeah. And I'm looking at mum and dad. I go, dad, is this a trailer? Is this, this can't be the, the, the movie we're seeing. He's like, no, no, this is, this is my Big Fat Creek wedding. I'm what? like, I'm pretty sure it's not, dad. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not. The title screen's come up by this point, And surely. the opening to the ring, I can picture it now. Like, yeah, <laughs> so we were very confused. Uh, finally, we figured out what was going on. So that's the closest I've... I've uh, I've been to a super scary and movie. The funny thing is, they would have more likely to have been teenagers you knew from school in a showing of the ring. I know. Yeah. Then so they would have been like, wedding. "Oh yeah, Mikey and his parents got too scared. Yeah. They had to walk out the ring." Yeah, never end up going to see it as well. We missed the last showing of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Had to get it oh on VHS no. a couple, oh. couple of months later. <laughs> as long as <laughs> you got to see it eventually. Yeah, we yeah. got it from Blockbuster. And isn't there a sequel to that There as well? is. Oh. It's yeah. great. It actually is it? came out like two years ago, so it's all right. The sequel? Yeah. The second yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, Your dad okay. already bought the tickets. You already got that. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah. Not to the ring. Um, and that's the thing as well with horror films now, that there was that kind of, uh, obviously we're in remake and reboot era these days. Um, but at that time when there was The Grudge, The Ring, all those coming out, 
all you had to do was look at the original Japanese versions. If you wanted the true kind of horror film where mm. all this freaky, messed up stuff has come from out in Japan, Japanese horror is just its own genre. It's, mm. it's crazy. Like, yeah, because here, I mean, you've got Sarah Michelle Gellar as the star of The Grudge, so you're kind of already kind of, you know, you're going along, but it's already very Americanized. In the Japanese, you've got your subtitles, you're kind of into it, and you're just really on the visuals and the, the kind of tone. And uh, yeah, so again, it's a weird thing to think about, like why do you why do we like getting scared i know not everyone does but the horror fans is one of those things like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's an interesting uh, what's the what's the biggest or the best english horror movie mm. so again best when there's so many out there because there's a lot of shite like if you're a horror <laughs> fan if you're a don't horror go to england <laughs> if you're a horror fan oh, oh you mean many like uh, british movies. horror films yeah british oh, okay. yeah oh, no i mean in the horror genre in general there's a lot of shite um in terms of i mean there's what people expect a horror film to be if you're not a horror fan um you are thinking of like yeah the kind of worst of the worst there's a lot of crap so the gems really stand out because of that um but if i think of like british horror films um because obviously you look at horror there's all the umbrella kind of all the subgenres that come off you've got you know do you like your supernatural horrors and things like that um british are really good at doing like you know gritty uh versions of like the tropes so you've got your zombie films of course Shaun of the dead has to be up there Shaun of the dead it's yeah, a horror comedy say. it's yeah. amazing it's, yeah it's pretty it, that good that stands out um and they've always done uh, I, I, d- I don't know it's really grounded in re- realism when they're walking down like a you know a, a british high street and it's just kind of i don't know i just tend to ground films like that horror films you kind of go with it a bit more because it's like modern horror but set in like a more oldie backdrop you know older buildings and things like that yeah that maybe that's but even like when it's chavs if it's a modern day horror film and there's like you know chavs uh, we talked about chavs before um they're kind of uh they're dying out a little bit, not physically dying, but uh, the, the, it's not the, as cool to be a chav anymore. No, nah, the trend trend has moved on. Um, yeah. So, but it is basically you know the tracksuits and just like you know walking down the cap on the back of their head and just kind of looking for fights. Um, so if you kind of uh, there's a few good like uh, chav horror films where if you see that that's what you'd find in like a typical kind of British kind of rundown high street is that the chav so if it starts off in a scene like that uh, and then you're just kind of blindsided by something um, but I think British do British uh, horror comedy the best I think mm-hmm. um, did you ever see uh, there was a, a, a film Dog Soldiers as well did you ever watch that one no I didn't. <laughs> yeah so again it's a, it's a silly one but it's a, it's basically a werewolf film which again like is a tough one to do how do you seriously do werewolf films apart from that that's why American Werewolf in London one of the best uh, horror films it's a horror comedy as well as uh, a lot of kind of dark humor in that but it's just like funny all the way through um as well as uh yeah dog soldiers is a good one if you want kind of like kind of cool just british um kind of bit spooky a good halloween one to put on mm. uh, in the background mikey hasn't even noticed but we've had night the original black and white night of the living dead just playing uh, as it's a uh, uh this is a publicly owned film so it's on youtube for free so you can night of the living dead the original uh I think 1968 black and white Romero horror film there for Mikey. Some of the oh. originals are... Is that Justin great. Trudeau? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I won't tell you what we've seen on screen that uh, prompted that from Mikey. Laura, what do you think for Australian uh, horror? Any that, that jump out? Well, there's that one called Jindabyne that caused a lot of ruckus about 10 years ago. Jindabyne? Jindabyne. Hang on, isn't Jindabyne it's a neighbourhood in Western Australia? Uh, no, um, I thought it was in South Australia. Um, there's a okay. town called Jindabyne, or it's in Victoria. But anyway, it was about this <laughs> Good Australians. Or New South Wales or Queensland. Um, no, <laughs> I remember it was really big deal because people were passing out in the cinema. Because uh, there was very know. graphic. Yeah, what was the uh, the premise of that one? 
Basically, there was a small town and there was these serial murders and um, people were getting stuffed in barrels full of chemicals and, and decomposing in the chemicals and there was lots of shots of that. Cheery. Uh, very cheery. And I feel like it was potentially based on a real story, but... Well, there's Wolf, Wolf Creek. Wolf yeah, Creek is the biggest one that comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. And then also the Babadook is Australian. The Babadook. The Babadook, yeah, that one. which is a very recent one in the last five years that people found very scary. Again. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, if you look on the, if you just do a kind of general top 20 horror films, like Babadook's usually in there as modern horror these days. Uh, and again, it's got that dread. It's uh, definitely an Aussie Aussie horror film, an independent film. Um, but it, I thought it was okay. Like, what, what did you think of that one, Laura? I, I liked it. I liked it when there's a more psychological element to it. I won't spoil it, but it, it's very, you know, considered to be a psychological horror in yeah, many ways. Yeah, it brings in real-world themes, which kind of is one of those ones that leaves it open-ended. It's like, is there something supernatural going on here or is it all in her head? It's one of those kind of... Spoiler um, alert. Not a spo- no. no, it's just, again, it's the Not tone. for me. I'm not going to be watching it. <laughs> I guess other people. Yeah, sorry. If you <laughs> want to see the Babadook that's been out for yeah, about five years, six years now. I would say Wolf Creek is the biggest and best I always, well-known. Yeah, if I've got any friends that are about to go backpacking around Australia, I always tell them to watch Wolf Creek. Did you see? Did you watch it? <laughs> I have watched Wolf Creek. To yeah. be fair, yeah, I have it's watched good. it. Yeah, based a, on a true oh, story. Yeah. yeah, based on a true yeah, story. Yeah, also Jindabyne. It's in New South Wales, so we were completely That's wrong. Because no, <laughs> you said South Australia, <laughs> and then you said Victoria. Well, Don't I didn't even right. say New South Wales. I've actually been to the town of Jindabyne. That's why I was confused. Did you right. see any uh, bodies in barrels? No, there was no bodies in Jindabyne. Um, but there was another one. Can't be good for tourism in Jindabyne. <laughs> <laughs> it might not Put have been called Jindabyne. Like, you know, I haven't been in Australia well, been in a long there. time. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, but I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't know uh, you two were such um, enthusiasts of horror films, actually. Horror aficionados. To, to, to be fair. It. I don't know. I just find it, it's always like a, it's a bit of a an escape like when you've got kind of, I love obviously most genres of film but uh, horror is its own thing when you find a good one that's when you kind of uh, you know you're you're into a winner of the genre um, yeah so you haven't when was the last horror what was the last one you watched Mikey do you think it probably was Saw back uh, all those years ago yeah probably <laughs> well, probably so it's the hardest part of being I don't hot. even want to see the Joker Oh, I don't yeah. even want to see The Joker. I know it's not horror. It's the highest uh, grossing R-rated film of all time, as of last week. Is it really? Yeah, it's done very well. Uh, I know Eric wasn't a fan. Uh, me and Laura really enjoyed it. Loved it. I think yeah. in terms of a m- movie he liked, it. he said it was well made, but he thought it wasn't sending a good message. Yeah, but that's the the first criticism of that film is it's not sending a good message. It's Because it's basically a commentary on the state of the world and the, how some people can just have this bad day and it just sends your life on a track. So, of course, it's not sending uh, the best message. Uh, but it's just the film. It's it's That's the thing. It's just a you know piece of art. It's not designed to kind of provoke i mean it is well i think it definitely does provoke it (laughs) is designed to provoke but in a different way i think it 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 is a social commentary but not so much i think where he ends up isn't you know the point it's what happens along the way and the fact that it's so true to real life in that medical health system is not great in america it's very well known um mental health is very often touted as very low down the priority list gun like control is seen as you know, more about just, oh, you know, you can have whatever gun you want and, like, it's the psychos that kill, but what, you know, what's caused them to act this way and in a world where people aren't being nice to each other, 
caring about each other or like helping their fellow man. <laughs> the boys say have they crack open a beer. It was a very deep moment you know, discussing <laughs> the philosophical drama. I tried to point my microphone away from it and it still picked it up so <laughs> loud. No, but that does but sound interesting. No, that yeah. does that does sound interesting, uh, a social commentary, as you say. It's probably the most dressed up um, it's probably the most uh, common dress up for adults this year as well. Yeah, you know, there's always so. a couple that are really common yep. every year. You know, when Stranger Things came out, I remember I went Sorry. to one party, like half the party when Stranger Things came out, were dressed up as like Stranger Things characters. Yeah. You know what shits me, by the way, about Halloween as well? Let's go for it. <laughs> Tell it, bring it, bring <laughs> it on me. Those gears. People who just wear a onesie. <laughs> to a Halloween <laughs> party. Lazy. Multiple Fucking people lazy. in my office yeah. did that today. Nah. You would have hated it. Nah. Yeah, and not chill. It's a lot of those corners you can cut with Halloween costumes, and that's again. I guess that's something. Have you ever dressed up Halloween? Do you remember? Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. I haven't. I haven't gone to a Halloween party or an event, Halloween event, probably for the last three years. But for the first three years I was here, I went to Halloween parties. I went as Kurt Cobain every time. (laughs) Every time. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Jeans. Yeah. Cons. Flano. (laughs) <laughs> Brilliant. Smoke nice. a cigarette. Done. Yeah, it does it. Yeah, and no, no one said who you meant to be. It was just you know you, you pulled it off. Everybody, every everybody knew. Everybody knew. People go. go to so much effort. I know. So much like elaborate. They spend money on it. Where do you have the time to do, to I get know. these full costumes? Yeah, planned? they start asking like you know it'll be like September the thirtieth. Like what are you going for? Is Halloween? Like what are you yeah, doing at Halloween? Like, I know. Just like you've got it all ready. Your costume. You have to decide like what are you going to go as? Like you know we both can't go as the same thing. It's like whoa. Okay. Mm. And yeah, and as you say, Mikey, like the Joker is going to be this year's hot costume. So it's like, if there's people concerned, we can't go as the same thing. Same, we go back to 2008, The Dark Knight. Uh, everyone went as Heath Ledger Joker. That mm-hmm. was the big costume. And Pennywise um, in 2017, everyone went as yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, big time. Mikey's big favorite. time. Yeah, Mikey's favorite there. Well, for a couple of reasons. I got a bit, it's not a phobia, but the thought of having my face painted, mm. I know. To some people, it doesn't bother them, especially <laughs> leaders of this country. But um, <laughs> I hate the. Th- I've gone a bit heavy on Justin tonight. Yeah, he's, he's had a few mentions, but um, uh, we'll let that one slide. I can't. Even the thought of getting my face completely painted makes me feel anxious. The thought of it, I just hate the thought like of having second skin paint. Like yeah, not a fan. When, when did this? Uh, when did this start? It's counselling. Mm. Uh, let me just sit on this you? couch here, and we'll talk about <laughs> this. Mikey's now laying down on the sofa, <laughs> and uh, not too sure. Have you guys ever done, you know, the cutesy little, you know, couples uh, dress up as a as a couple thing? Well, no, but I would love to. Laura someday. would love to. Laura would even love to dress up in like matching outfits, just in life, <laughs> just in, in general, <laughs> even just in our house, matching mm. pajamas. I love. We did have matching flannel matching, pajamas at uh, one point, and I love birthday that. Suits what well. happened? Uh, were they mysteriously found on a bonfire, and James was standing next to it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. No, we both still have them. Okay. No, uh, but ha- we don't wear them. Yeah, so matching though. birthday suits is as far as it goes. Uh, we're not. <laughs> oh, uh, settle yeah. down. Uh, I know, uh, but yeah, it's uh, we haven't done that because again, we're not really big on the dress up either. It's kind of I feel like sounds like Laura's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say we. No, I mean, um, I mean, like if we were, if we were, there was a Halloween party and it was like you know, yeah, big friend party it. and we, everyone was doing it. Of course, we would go dressed up and and I would like to think we might do a 
a dress up oh yeah no we would so, totally if we were going to a halloween you know it's a costume party we would definitely put our heads together and come up with like a it would kind of be a one of those complimentary ones where one outfit wouldn't work without the other i think yeah. like something like that mm-hmm. they just see you separately and they're like what you meant to be but when we're together there you go now so, it's obvious. The, right so I, I think something like that and i'm saying something because i haven't <laughs> got any ideas um but uh yeah i, I guess because i had those trick-or-treating years uh, as a kid it was just like oh it's halloween like Let's go out. Went out with your mates around the local neighborhood. Um, I went to many Halloween parties and actually did put thought into it, but it was always last minute. Like that's mm-hmm. why I said my mate Adam went as a ninja. I wasn't much better. I would just go. I went as one year as a zombie Cub Scout because I had my Cubs Cubs <laughs> <laughs> had my Cub Scout uh, jumper which had all my badges on it. I was very proud of it. And I put on the fake blood and, you know, the zombie makeup. And I happened to be at a club where they were doing free face paint. So you would have hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, worst nightmare. Yeah, but I was, like, lazy enough. I wasn't even being – I was, like, meant to be, like, a, a giant Cub Scout or something, or like a, a, a grown-up. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was going for. But anyway, it worked out nicely. There was the free face paint. So I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm totally a zombie Cub Scout. Um, backfired because I had too much to drink and lost my Cub Scout with all my badges on it that I'd had from, like, when I was, like, oh, 10. No. Uh, and it, I had to stretch it to buggery as well. So so I could even fit in it. I was going to uh, say, what age is this? And you're wearing a 10-year-old's costume. I was, I was costume. like 19. Oh, uh, yeah. goodness. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a crop top. It was always a bit big for me. So. Sounds like you went as a, <laughs> a bit of a slutty version. I was showing a bit Out of skin. Of- <laughs> uh, but that's what I mean. It already worked as just a freakish oddity. It looked weird anyway. Um, so that's why I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put... I, it was lazy again. It was just hanging up. I'm going to put that on. Um, but yeah. Should have gone as the Hulk. And it would have oh, looked yeah. like you were breaking out of your little, yeah. your little costume. Cub Scout Hulk. A, yeah. yeah it's, it's a good hack though. Just dress up as, you know, any costume you got and then just say oh i'm a zombie whatever yeah oh, you yeah. know yeah it works just it's, it's just <laughs> i'm a zombie tour guide i'm a zombie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just yeah so you get fake blood well laura last night laura was asked this question again like at work some of her colleagues are like dressing up and you know going all out like what are you going to be laura and uh we we went out last night oh someone's knocking on we got a knock we might have a trick-or-treater here guys just oh, a second just yeah live trick-or-treating oh, this is it's amazing not, it's fireworks oh, oh. <laughs> That was really loud, though, was it not? Yeah, because we've was. all got our headphones on here. It sounded like knocking on our door. So yeah. I that was a live trick-or-treater. I didn't think people would, because we're in the basement suite. And no one ever trick-or-treats. Yeah, yet. I was going to say. I thought oh, that, that would have been exciting. Earlier, I even had that. I think I was just like ready for it, because I was earlier. I was like, what if someone trick-or-treats? Then I had that thought, no, they're going to knock on the front door. Yeah. They're coming down here, but maybe the scare. Maybe they're like entranced by the, the It is a bit of a scary stare down. Let's talk about the fireworks. What's with that? So it's one of the the uh, green lit days of the year or nights of the year that Vancouver's allowed. You're actually allowed to shoot off fireworks on the 31st of October. Mm. So, but it's the only place in Canada that does it. It's no, a, I believe oh, not. Okay. Oh, Damn. is it I widespread? Think that it is. I I do know this because uh, my one of my colleagues' family did it last last um year at some point and where they, were had they? A, they had a family injury because of it but i won't say really anymore oh, but wow. where yeah. were they which part of canada uh, ontario okay maybe it's spreading yeah. i thought it was only in vancouver but yeah i think it's just um halloween in canada day right they can sell and like every little dodgy corner shop and convenience store <laughs> suddenly gets all them big firework banners and yeah they can't give them away it's like buy five get like nine free it's, it's like so ridiculous. dangerous and i'm surprised more people don't get injuries and we don't hear about that you know what the, the last party that i went to dressed up as um kurt cobain kurt. Nice. um i was i was very intoxicated 
Um, and I thought it would be a good idea to shoot a firework out of my mouth. Of course, of course. But I put it in the wrong way. <gasps> oh, what? So, so it, it was going to shoot into my mouth and luckily my housemate saw what I was doing and came up and just slapped it away <laughs> before the before the wick burnt out. Oh, Oof. my God. And then this leads me into, um, Laura, this is what I like to do. I like to think of something that happens in Vancouver and then place it in Australia. So like <laughs> car share, place it in Australia. It'd be a fucking disaster. Car yep. share Evo. is in Australia. Well, Evo and uh, car to go. Oh, not, no, not Uber. sorry, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's ride share, but whatever. Um, <laughs> now, imagine yeah, if anyone can just buy any amount of fireworks they want in Australia. Half the country would burn down. Oh, like it would chip away into the sea. Like an entire half of the East Coast would just fall away into the ocean. I mean, so many people, it. there'd be people with their heads blown off, with yeah. fingers <laughs> missing. It just would not work. Honestly, no, like whenever all. people want to get fireworks for like their school fate, they have to go through all this rigmarole yeah. and people still get injured even in that. Mm-hmm. So well, it's mm-hmm. like so ridiculous that you would want the average Joe wandering down the street with a box full of fireworks yeah. and a bogan attitude and flip-flops <laughs> yeah. and uh, lighting. Put, putting up. fireworks in their mouths. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you're, you're lucky you didn't end up like Coke Cobain or is that... You know, oh, mate, oh, that's, sorry come to, on. I Even know. for Halloween, that's I've, a bit grim. Jeez. <laughs> it's a bit dark, I'm you sorry. You might guys. never have been able to eat again if it went off in your mouth. You could have been one of those decapitated. Yeah, well, yeah, but that would have been a really good Halloween costume. Yeah, trick or treat. Wow, it looks like that guy <laughs> doesn't have a head. How's he doing it? How's he doing He's the headless really? horseman. That's amazing. Is that real blood? Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, you're, you're right about, uh, yeah, those things. Because I wonder how much of these things are, uh, are Vancouver, strictly Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, things like that, rideshare. I think loads of people that I've worked with, like, that wouldn't work back home. And it seems to be, like, that country, gr- that amount of countries is growing. Like, I couldn't imagine that working in my neck of the woods either. No. Who, who's that trusting? But it works here in Vancouver, bike sharing. Someone said to me the other day, that'd end up in the river. Like, how are, yeah. how are all those back on the rack? And I was yeah. like, people would just throw them in the river. Mm. And I'm like, well. It, it is, um, it's, a, it's a respectful society in Vancouver. It is. Pe- people certainly do, um, yeah, respect other people's, you know, whatever. And <laughs> for the most part. And for the most part. <laughs> for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, fireworks going off left, right and centre. And I heard it last weekend going off because I guess people were having Halloween parties last year. Uh, last week. So I heard On them the going Saturday. off last weekend. Yep. And then it's going to be this fucking weekend. And my apartment's right between two fucking parks. Oh, so gosh. I feel like I'm in a bit of a hot spot for it. Got that to look forward anyway. to. Kurt Cobain's going to make I just sound like an it. old man complaining <laughs> about Halloween. You know what's yeah. funny, though? Um, I live on Commercial Drive, otherwise known as um, Cedar. Kensington Cedar Cottage. Kensington Cottage, or whatever it's called. <laughs> and uh, it's funny walking up there on uh, on Halloween because you can't actually tell who's dressed up and like, <laughs> just... just <laughs> you just double take. It's like, is that a pimp walking up? Oh, no. Is that a weird East Van wacko or is that or is that uh, someone dressed up? <laughs> I guess it's an opportunity for those wackos out there. They're like, oh, Feel this, normal. this is the one. Yeah. Fit in. Exactly. Just, exactly. Uh, oh, nice costume, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, cheers. Yeah. It's just like, is that Kurt Cobain? <laughs> but yeah. Zombie it, Kurt Cobain. I just had, uh, before Mikey pulled up as well, it's like, we were saying it's been a few few episodes since we did a nighttime recording. So I thought I'd just go out, you know, grab a couple of Halloween beers, um, drive into the liquor store. So hundreds of kids just all out there trick-or-treating again. And this does not happen regularly in England. I mentioned it's a bit more low-key. Uh, fireworks going off left, right, and centre. 
and the lady that served me dressed as a giant banana. <laughs> mm. So the the workers all getting involved. Yeah, and, uh, everyone I does. Felt, yeah, yeah, well, I felt a bit out out of it today. I was, you know, thinking I should have dressed up, and I thought, like, is this okay? Like, because we're at the point in Vancouver. Was, was other people at our place of work? Yeah, yeah. Up? One of my colleagues, I walked in and saw him from the back, and he had a bride veil on. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, corpse bride," and he was like, "No." Uh, vampire bride slutty bride yes <laughs> so right and i was just like you know from the back i'm seeing a bride 50 50 i'm gonna go zombie corpse bride or i mean i could have gone bride of frankenstein there's a lot of, a lot of horror brides out there uh, but i just i went for corpse bride it's just like then the fangs were evident when i came around to the front he's like no and then i saw them fangs glinting in the light right yeah i mean everybody yeah bus drivers do it and, well, speaking and of also brides yeah. too uh so i'm an event planner et dubs uh, sure enough I know. Um, I actually planned a Halloween wedding for tonight that's currently going on. As we speak. What? full on Halloween wedding. What? Yep. Did they go all out? Like All out. We need more information. So yeah. What are people dressed the guests as? Are, okay, so the guests aren't, I think the theme was just dress black, dress in black, but the bride is wearing just full in. black. <laughs> the bride is dressed in. <laughs> Apologies, folks out there getting more and more uh, Trudeau. Yeah, just, I just can't resist. Couldn't resist. Yeah, so they're dressed er- Eric's going to pass out listening <laughs> he's back he's to this episode. He's going to as as we speak. Yeah. Um, so did the guests know that it yes. was going to be Halloween themed? Yes. Okay. They're they're a lovely couple. They're very nice. They um, sound they're, fucking they're weird. They're goth. They're not. <laughs> they're goth. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's thing. That's the thing. I'm thinking, what's this Halloween? We haven't told me about that. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm planning a goth wedding. That's like, cool. Okay, now, I respect now. goth culture. Yeah. I yeah. respect so, goth yeah, culture. Yeah, the bride is in full friends. black dress, full black veil. Um, the groom is going as, like, Victorian-era romantic vampire. Okay. So, like, velvet cloak, like, less, less everything. Like, okay. Slick back hair. Okay. They're doing, like, black and purple, like, you know, bats are the... Kind of the motif. Okay, not think. real bats. I no, hope fake bats. <laughs> they have. We're doing. Um, you know, release the bats. The, yeah, you know, they carry like, rabies. Rabies. You know, yeah. Napkins folded like bats, and bats in the centerpieces. And okay, okay. Yeah, very well, you know twisted wedding, which is I think is was it, great. Is it Good being um? Is it being held in like a like a spooky haunted, you know, kind no, of place? It's being in this really old school venue that's very like early 1900s called heritage hall which is on main street and it's like beautiful architecture like but very kind of classic era so you can kind of get oh, away that sounds with spooky it's yeah, kind of spooky that could be spooky i'm pretty sure there's probably some haunted stories about that venue yeah too. it's kind of yeah. old oh yeah. yeah well when you said heritage hall what was the the manor that's up on uh, the oh highcroft manor is another really popular wedding venue it's the um Women's um, tennis club as well. University women's club. Um, but it's an old mansion that dates back, oh, a good couple of hundred years. And it's one of the haunted places in Vancouver. There's multiple ghosts that people comment on seeing there. James is like tentatively hovering his finger over the button as like Laura's saying that. And I just give him a nod like, go ahead. I, got, the, I right. got the approval. I got the green light. <laughs> So, yeah. But it's a spooky place. I've worked there at night. Yeah. Like, there's it's there's like three levels to this house and it is spooky. And there's like, you know, the general. So it was an army house owned by a general, which then turned into a medical hospital in the war. So oh, it's my God. That is as spooky as you get. <laughs> medical hospital in the war? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> essentially, you know, there was lots of people who... 
who breathe their last breath. Yeah, on probably that a lot soil. of amputated ghosts. Lot, well, <laughs> yeah. which are also yes. scary. Oh, well, you'd hear just you know? clamoring in the distance. There's like the general scary. up yeah. there. <laughs> Spooky. That's scary. Yeah, it's really yeah. scary. A lot of no, it's honestly. <laughs> yeah, and people who work there. Peg legs. Multiple people who work there have told me that they have seen things in that house. Wow. Well, I guess this brings us on to, I think, you know, we were going to discuss some of the most haunted places supposedly in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Well, um, you folks had a few. <laughs> I get this. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting too liberal with the sound <laughs> yeah. effects, folks. Yeah. Um, James, you had did you have a someone write in? Should we shall we do that now? Because um, I think that's a good place to start. I did. Um, so I actually put a, a post out there onto Facebook because we're just asking anyone to share their, uh, you know, experiences. And uh, I had a few likes, but no responses to that. So uh, thank you, everyone, for your <laughs> for your feedback. Um, but I think everyone's just like, oh, that's cool. He's doing that. But yeah, if you've got any uh, scary stories, it's uh, you know. Never too late. Uh, but yeah, so we had, uh, that was my little Halloween post, but we did have a lovely email. So thank you to a unnamed colleague uh, who emailed us in. Are we not allowed to name them? Um, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, they're very qualified, correct? They do, um, what do they do? Oh, very qualified. And that's why I was keeping it a bit on the uh, anonymous scale because, oh, you know, I she see. works for, uh, right. uh, you know, a uh, reputable ghost tour company, oh, so okay. you, you don't want to be narrowing it down. But um, I mean, yeah, when I mean, it's a job to know to know these things. So I, yeah. I, I'm going to believe every word that yeah. is um, that is is written here. And we should say, for the record, uh, we do kind of we are speaking as skeptics, um, but there are a few things which will unfold over this next chat. I feel like we're segueing into some personal experiences. Uh, there are things that have happened throughout life that. I don't know. Um, I feel like you've got some good one, James. I, I, can, I can tell by the way you're talking now. <laughs> you've, you're really excited to, to, a few to things, tell us some yeah, stories. Yeah, a few things I wanted to get out there. And again, it's uh, you know not not trying to convince anyone, not trying to tell you that ghosts are real. Because I've never seen a ghost. Let's just put that out there. But uh, let's go down. We're talking about haunted Vancouver here. And it has been known, Laura was talking about Highcroft Manor, We've got some famous buildings here, the Waterfront Skytrain Station, and it's where all of our public transit, our Skytrain we've mentioned in past episodes, all of those lines converge at the Waterfront Station. And we're talking this building built in 1914. It's 16, got, wasn't it, mate? Is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, it, it, I know it was opened in 1914, so okay. I, I don't think it was built in 1916. But uh, yeah, you know I'm cursed with uh, He's these He's a tour facts. guy, really? <laughs> yeah, look, Google it. Um, but uh, yeah, back in the waterfront station. So this is one of the places that our uh, emailer has uh, kindly emailed us in with uh, some personal stories and some general stories uh, about what happens in the waterfront station. All right, if, so, you, if we're paraphrasing, what are some what are some things that happen? So there's this painting, and Laura's told me about this even before I heard this story. Uh, Laura has heard this personal story about a supposedly haunted painting in the waterfront station. So whether these just get started as kind of old wives' tales and they get word of mouth and passed around, uh, but it is quite a spooky setting in the waterfront station. It's a lovely building. Um, But uh, I'm just going to read this for you as well. So... uh, this is coming in, emailing into livingabroadcast at gmail.com. So thank you for your submission. Always appreciated. So uh, I'm going to do my best creepy voice, which is just my normal voice. So, uh, you know, get comfortable. 
A security guard was patrolling in the basements when he found himself in an old kitchen where they used to prepare the food to send off on the trains. He came around a corner and found himself face to face with an old woman. He stopped, not sure what to do. The woman was staring at him, staring at him so intently. It was like she was staring into him. She started to glow. She reached out to him and started to float in his direction. Just before she could make contact, he dropped his flashlight and took off running as fast as he could. He went to his supervisor and told him that he wasn't feeling well and that he needed to go home. He left work, went home, went to bed, and that's when the haunting started. All all he dreamt of was the old woman. And this started a pattern. He dreamt of her every night. He started to see her face reflected in mirrors, started to see her in shop windows as he went about his day. He was really and truly haunted. Finally, he was overcome with the urge to paint her portrait. Thankfully, he was quite an accomplished artist. He got out a canvas and paints and began painting the best portrait he could. When he was done, he knew what he had to do. He had to bring her back here. He grabbed another one of the security guards. He wasn't going back upstairs alone. He went down into the kitchen and he put the portrait right about where he had last seen her. He finished up his day, went to bed, and for the first time in what felt like weeks, he didn't dream of the old woman. It seemed that he had broken the spell. Building management really doesn't like her painting. She creeps people out. They wanted someone to throw her out, but no one would risk being the one to do it. Finally, one of the maintenance workers decided that he wouldn't throw her out, but he would move her. He packed her up and moved her to another building, managed by the same company. That's when the haunting started. He started to have the dreams of the old woman. Once he figured out what was going on, he went and got her and brought her back here. And here she will stay. There is also a story that a young woman was hired as security. She didn't like the old woman in the painting. Within her belief system, she felt that as if she drew these X's, that it would act to keep the old woman in the painting. I don't know if it has worked, but what we do know is that young woman has never been seen back in this building. So this is alluding to a photograph. I'm finished with my... (laughs) (laughs) I think the first one was apt. Um, But this is all regarding a painting. So there's a painting of the old woman. So for those, I just read that, of course... Uh, and I'm showing Mikey and Laura now. We will show this on Instagram. Yeah, we'll put um, it on Instagram. So when this was this supposedly painted? So this was a few years back, uh, just recent memories. Recent? So, this yeah. was all recent? Yeah, so it's in the last, uh, I know it within the last 10 years. I was going to say, because that does not look like a painting that was painted in the oh, early no, 1900s. No, no. no, and it wasn't. It's that he saw the old woman. He was so spooked out. This is what he thought. And when they brought her home uh this supposedly haunted painting now and they when i said that they drew the x's or the crosses uh this was so that the security guards hated this painting looking at them so uh they've been reports that this moved up and down and it's scared mm. people and people it looks like it's been it's been hung up on a wall in like a back alley like near the <laughs> trash yeah, cans it's behind the bins yeah it's, it's behind the trash cans or something no one wants to take it away in case they you know, risk the wrath of the lady of the waterfront. Well, it's, it's kind of creepy. I think the the nightmares. Just if go you, find if, it. Yeah, I know. We want to go and uh, you know want to say say a few words in front of it. Um, and well, this is where my colleague comes in. So I heard this story before James mentioned this before this email came in. Is one of my colleagues' fathers saw this painting? Where in the station? Oh, when he went back to it's see there. it, gone. Yeah, that's what. Like, yeah, that's what no, Laura told me. get out of here. No, for reals, <laughs> not even joking. <laughs> Well, yeah, Mike is is not convinced, but basically... uh, But my story about waterfronts, I found an article that listed the 10 most most haunted places in Vancouver, and under Waterfront Station it says... um, um, Creepy painted woman? (laughs) No, it it says that there's um, the ghosts of three old women... 
um, who are waiting for a train that never comes. Yeah, oh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, down on the platform. Dementia ghosts. <laughs> ah, did you mention that? Aren't all people with dementia ghosts in a way? Ooh. Yeah, so you know, okay. yeah, I guess. Down, so. I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm definitely going to be looking out for that painting. That's 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 interesting. Yeah. Could just be. This is what I feel like, right? I feel like it just could be someone having a bit of a laugh, bit of a prank. Let's well, just that's let's just move this painting around to freak people out. Yeah, this is where a skeptic's definitely mind goes. So we mentioned we're skeptics. I think when when there's a ghost story, and I think naturally our minds go to what else could this be? Because there's a long list of things you get to before it's a ghost or it's paranormal. Um, some people would be like, it's a ghost. And no question that whatever that was, that that gust of wind, it was a ghost. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where that comes in. I guess it's just um, you know skeptics and belief. It's you know some people are just straight away believing. Um, but that is a little creepy. I think uh, we should go and see the the photo and get a little selfie in front of it. What do you think, Mikey? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just get, yeah. yeah to, but no, she's going to be yeah, haunting, we'll, haunting your dreams. We'll go find it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Stoked. Can't wait for that. That's (laughs) going to be amazing. Mikey can't wait. Um, Go to those bins. I got some others on this list as well. We spoke about this last, no, two two episodes ago. Um, Pacific Spirit Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Apparently it all started with a hitchhiker accidentally getting killed in the 1960s. Yes. Um, But then, oh, and then it says, now her ghost enters the backseat of vehicles driving along the road leaves a slip of paper with the UBC's library's address on it and then vanishes. So specific. What kind of fucking scary ghost is that? Just tries yeah. to direct you to the library. Yes, kind of, yeah. <laughs> she wants to go home, but she can never go home. Wasting paper as well, bloody hell. Not yeah. green, green friendly. And How does a, she write? She's a ghost. She's a ghost writer. How does she pick up a pen? Uh, then you got the Hotel Vancouver. This is a fairly commonly known yes. one. The, um, the, the lady in red yeah. haunts mm-hmm. the... Um, the f- first 14, uh, 14 floors. Probably the most famous Vancouver ghost, I'd I say. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, woman I would red. say, yeah, very, very well known. Uh, yep. Old Spaghetti Factory. Yeah. I think that, yes, our, um, that our emailer had also mentioned that one. Yeah, this correct? is, yeah, exactly. C- very correct. Uh, so, <clears throat> again, I've, I kind of, this actually happened, uh, I got this email just on my way home as well. So, I'm honestly reading these blind. Um, so, if we say. <laughs> well, that, that makes it hard to read, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how the hell do I read it? Um, so, I'm just going into it. So, it's just kind of, we're going with the flow here. But I think that just kind of uh, brings in more of a spooky. We, we don't know what's, what's going to When have we ever pre-prepared anything anyway? <laughs> Let's very be honest. Very good point, Mikey. Very good point indeed. Um but yeah, okay, we're just going to have to listen to my dulcet tones again, uh, but we're just going to go through this old spaghetti factory tale here. So this story occurred in 2012, so again, pretty pretty recent. That's very recent. Yeah, this could be our most recent story on the podcast. Because so. I mean, to be fair, how long has it been an old spaghetti factory? <laughs> yeah, it's been the old spaghetti. When it opened brand new, it was the old spaghetti <laughs> factory. Yeah. Uh, so this story occurred in 2012. A young woman was working the late shift. The restaurant was closed. All the patrons were gone. She was working in the front area, resetting the tables for the next day. She was surprised when she heard the giggle of a young child. She turned to see a young boy behind her. She smiled but was worried that someone had left behind their son. The child then took off through the restaurant and ran towards the back. 
the employee followed. She saw the child duck under one of the long tables at the back of the restaurant under the tablecloth. She went over to the table, lifted the cloth, and there was the boy. But he wasn't the cute child she had seen before. The child stared at her with empty sockets where her eyes should have been, and his mouth frozen in a silent scream. A scream was not so silent. The employee took off running to the front of the restaurant. Her manager was at the front working on some paper. She threw her apron at him and quit on the spot. She's never been back. The little boy ghost actually has become a bit of a problem. He was seen so often that the employees were required to fill out incident reports when he was seen. (laughs) Feel free to ask the staff about him. So there you go. That is brilliant. Yeah, I think, yeah, my article, it says his name is Edward. Okay. A mischievous... Uh, red-headed fellow oh. known as Little Red Man. <laughs> Little Red Man. Wow, that's, um, uh, that's Edward, Edward Eyesockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so funny that they have to fill out incident reports. An incident report, imagine that. Damn, you know, I got a friend who used to work at a different old spaghetti factory, but they all kind of intermingled and kind of knew each other. So I'm going to send him a message and see if he can um, get us in contact with anybody that can... <laughs> Has possibly seen it. Yeah, um, I wonder if does he is he part of a chain? Does Edward Eyesockets visit the other old spaghetti <laughs> factories? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not too sure if um, if uh, any yeah, ginger yeah, dead yeah, kids he might roaming not, around the kitchen. He might be d- attached just to that. <laughs> one. Have you ever filled an incident report about a ghost? <laughs> that's 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 your first that's question. Uh, but yeah, old spaghetti factory. Yeah, for those that don't know, haven't been to Vancouver. Down in Gastown, that's the oldest part of town. Uh, so uh, yeah, Gastown. You can still go to the old spaghetti factory, and you can have your dinner in a tram, one of the old streetcars that would have operated here. Um, Super cool. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard uh, again. This is just a quick one. It's not uh, read verbatim from the email. Um, but I, I knew, heard that there was a, a waiter that he had set up all of the service in the tram had all the knives and forks nicely set out and when he looked around apparently all of the knives and forks had turned around the other way so all his hard work undone so he went he was freaked out he went to tell the owner and when they came back to the tram it was all set back the right way so that's like another one of those stories that gets around like you know when you're walking through Gastown past the old spaghetti factory free free bread with your meal (laughs) yeah it did just say one of those Uh, free bread with your meal uh, yeah Um, sounds like he Good prank, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's where it comes to, Mikey. Is you know, no, no. I I want to believe. No, I want to believe. I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying that's where the mind goes naturally. It's like it's a good laugh. Like it's more likely that someone's been fucking around and yeah. switching round knives and forks than it was a ghost. I think it's a mixture of pranks, LSD, <laughs> mental health issues. Yeah, the, and the people's big three. willingness to believe in that you know that that people that they know or I, th- know, I think it's haven't hu- left us. I properly. think it's yeah. kind of human nature, right? To, yeah. to to want there to be something more. Yeah, like, that's why people believe in aliens because they want <laughs> oh, there yeah. to be like something more than just this. Like they're not happy with this, just this. They want. They want something extra. When you you say people, are you on that bandwagon? I know you've seen a few documentaries. I love alien <laughs> documentaries, man. Honestly, the nah, I never. I was a big skeptic about like aliens. Obviously, um, definitely, they must exist. Right? Yeah, we can't say. I mean, sure. the we universe is ever expanding. That yeah. the, they've got to be out there, and we've just haven't crossed paths. But you know that Bob Lazar. Have you seen the Bob Lazar documentary yeah. Oh, yeah. on Netflix? Yeah, oh, that, that yeah. got me, man. I yeah. believe him. I believe him. Yeah. And then I, I listened to a Rogan podcast with him on and I believed him more. Um, 
but it's when they truly believe what they're saying. It's like, yeah. you know, they've got all these stories. I, and know. I just don't think, like, what's in it for him? Like, for those of you who hasn't seen it, it's a gentleman that was got employed to work at not Area 51, but like a kind of a substation near Area 51. And he said that he was trying to um, reverse engineer flying sources yeah. that the US military had actually captured from other planets. Crash he's trying cool. yeah, he's trying to reverse engineer it. And and honestly, his life has been a a, a living a living hell because he's come out and said this. So he's not gaining anything from it. And then there's this what what is it? There's that ex, another element and al- oh, yeah. the element what is that element? Element X or something. Something or other like, on the periodic table and anti gravity thing. So that comes into play. But we're kind of getting <laughs> yeah, off, we get, so, off but, topic there. But with but aliens, yeah, I mean that's. I'm 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 willing. I'm willing to to listen. That's I for think sure. the way we perceive aliens it, it is not real, but in some form or another, there is life out there. It's just we can't actually perceive but it would be, at all anything. Do you think it'd be more like these would be like on a bacterial level? That it's like impossible <laughs> to say. There's alien bacteria out there somewhere, rather than a walking. Because we 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 imagine what an alien would be, and because we're humans and we're humanoid, I think everyone imagines what Isis got, what uh, you know, sex organs, all those kind of things. <laughs> and it's like, but it's true. It's like we kind of adjust to our own experiences, where I think it's something we couldn't even comprehend. This, no, definitely not. This is what I don't understand about NASA. I'm not having a go at NASA. <laughs> Having a pop. They seem pretty smart. But when they're looking for, you know, potential life on other planets, they always look for elements like carbon and oxygen and nitrogen, what life, in inverted commas, mm-hmm. uh, needs to survive. But no, that's what that's what creatures on Earth need to survive. Yeah. You know, aliens don't use fucking lungs. They have another cool way to breathe. They don't need yeah. bloody carbon they yeah. they might need some other crazy element to survive yeah. and shit like we that can't even comprehend it. and that's yeah, yeah that's what i mean is like any life that we've ever come across even in our solar system just and that's as far as like people can really go you know solar system is you need yeah light air carbon building yeah, blocks water. basic blocks to build a life form even at exactly. bacterial level so but that's just in our solar system. We don't know what other yeah. solar systems are like. And so yeah. the building blocks of life there could be completely different. So, yeah, nothing that we've ever thought of or perceived to be an alien would ever actually exist. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure NASA has probably thought about this as well. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> we're not, have, they might we're not having a dig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. NASA, to any employees I mean, out there. And I don't <laughs> think it affects us too much until we can build a spacecraft that can take people further than, like, the moon. Or even like further than Mars, I don't think we have any well, reason Mars, to don't get me started on, this, on the moon landing, Laura. Another <laughs> <laughs> so, no, conspiracy corner with Mikey Dutton yeah. is uh, the recurring segment that uh, hasn't happened yet. Uh, but Do uh, you yeah, believe <laughs> put a man on the moon. You don't, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, well, yes, uh, but that's uh, that's our alien uh, little segue. alien seg- chat segue there. Yeah, so uh, back to the, the only places I have is the seawall. Directly underneath the yes. Lionsgate Bridge. Oh, yeah. A lot of drownings, a lot of people jumping off. Oh, yeah, Apparently of people have seen ghost ships out there and yeah, shit boats, like that. Boats, like it used to be really wild water into that passing there mm, before yeah. they dredged They dredged it. So I think there's a lot of boats. I understand that, that I guess. And then a few theatres, the Orpheum, yeah. and then apparently an acrobat 
died there, so you can sometimes hear the thud of them falling to the ground. <laughs> oh, that's intense. Hear, hear the neck snapping. Um, and uh, that's that's about it. Well, we know um, uh, a very. Uh, it's meant to be the most haunted house in Vancouver, and this is on the corner of Camby and King Edward. Um, and this uh, goes back a little while. We've we've read a little bit about this, uh, but apparently now it's owned by monks who have bought the house to seal the evil in. That's, really? Yeah, because there was former tenants uh, reported to have lived at this house, and uh, the day they moved in, they went out for dinner one night, came back, and all of their bags were packed and out on the front lawn. <laughs> so that's that's how one of the stories go, and that's what I'm saying is like, isn't it more likely someone was just fucking around or that they're just making up? That's the monks trying to get a good deal on the property. They're like, <laughs> let's try and have people believe that it's haunted. And we'll, on the we'll get this to half as <laughs> shifty. And speaking yeah. of the, the property, it is actually just been sold. It's been sold to developers. Oh, has it? It's sold officially. The monks are going to have to move out. Well, they said it was an uh, indigenous burial ground there too. Yes, so that's where that's it all started. So underneath uh, the house is like, uh, you know, an old, um, you know, First Nations yeah. burial ground. Stanley Park, that would be another haunted one. Yeah. Big burial ground for, oh, for lots of lots of peeps out One there. One night only on All Hallows Eve, if you can get down to the seawall and see ghosts tonight. <laughs> Sorry, my hair. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're dead. Man, you, uh, you're loving this. Oh, you're yeah, loving I, I just, this. Yeah, I just kind of love, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. But it's just more interesting than, I don't know, it's again, it's things, we're, we're just going to get onto some personal experiences now, I think. Yeah, let's do that. I think um, we should do that. But yeah, because Mikey, I, th- I think nothing would have, there's got to have been nothing that's ever even been weird or creepy that you would even think like that that's not a logical explanation behind it. Anything? Um, thinking if you were ever there at Fremantle, or just <laughs> I no, can't picture nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, there was that time when I thought I had like a superpower where I could predict what Simpsons episode <laughs> was going to play, and at one stage I was like has like a supernatural being infiltrated my mind and yeah. is making me is like uh, is making me able to do this. That's um, the one other time is when I went on band camp and it's one it was, time at band camp. <laughs> yeah, I was that. To say it. Uh, it was actually a tour. Um, I was one of part of went to um, this school and we had a really good uh, jazz program. I was a trumpet player there. Pretty good actually. <laughs> and um, we talked about the Nadim episode. Yeah, we did. Didn't bringing we? it yeah. back. Yeah, uh, we went on a tour to Melbourne, uh, all the way from Perth, where we played at. Uh, we played some gigs, and by gigs I mean in the local shopping mall and an old pe- purple people's home and and Body. things like that. Crowd surfing. Yep, but uh, we stayed at a uh, at an all girls um, school. Wait, wait. A um, a boarding school, a boarding school. So they were gone for the for the summer, and we toured there in uh, in December. So they had already gone, but we got the heads up before we, but before we went there by the headmaster of this school that it was you know it was haunted and maybe some weird things are going to happen. And I was like, get fucked! Like <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. And we were sharing, we were sharing rooms, two people each room, and I was staying in a room with my best mate Stephen. And uh, Stephen is, um, he's six foot, I think he's six foot 
eight now. Bloody hell. Something oh. ridiculous. Is he he is just a mammoth of a guy. Now, He's about 6'6". Six, six. Okay. That's when we were about small, 16. 16, okay. Yeah, it was it was just insane. He went, um, there was a story. Oh, I'm good. There was a story when uh, he, his older um, uh, sister was getting married. He went for a suit fitting um, and then he went back like two months later and the food, the, the suit didn't fit him. Two what? months later, he had grown <laughs> so much. It's just like no. he, he's just an insanely oh big guy. So he was my best mate, and I was like, "All right, Stephen's going to look after me." You know, we're sharing a room together, whatever. And then throughout the week, there's all these stories that people are going in, and they're you know the um, the light switches have turned on or off, or the oh. electrical cables have been pulled out. Things to do with electrical shit. So I don't know if the ghost had been an electrician in their past <laughs> life or some <laughs> shit like that. But nice trade. I wasn't really having it, and then. We were under curfew, you know. We had to be in our dorm room by like 11 o'clock at night. But the last night, some of the boys, the naughty boys, were like, all right, let's go out and try and find this ghost. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's absolutely <laughs> stupid. And then so, so Steve was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I, I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't care, man. And he leaves. He shuts the door. And after 20 seconds, I was just like, oh, fuck this. I don't want to be in here by myself. <laughs> so I ran down the corridor after them. Oh. And we had some torches and we went uh, we went ghost hunting and we were out, there was all this bush. We were kind of out in the fucking sticks and there was bush behind the school and we were down in the, the, lowest, uh, the lowest floor where there were some game rooms, there were some pool tables and things like that. And then in the middle of the bush, there was no houses, no industries, just acres and acres of bushland. We're walking by and suddenly a bright, a bright light just appeared for just a couple of seconds in the middle of the bush mm. and then and then disappeared, you know. Um, so that couldn't really be explained. Could have been a Rory Borealis or something um, <laughs> yeah. happening yeah. in the middle of the bush. Yeah, bull lightning. Um, another one. And then Stephen was videoing at the time. Now, this is the time, I think this was probably the first ever camera phone that came out oh. in Australia. This was, you know, 2004 or something. So it was like three fucking megapixels. That's generous. But in the, mor- yeah. in the morning at breakfast, we're looking at the footage and we freeze frame it. And there is a shape that kind of looks like a creepy girl in as a ghost. Okay. Right at the time of the flash of the light kind of thing. And uh, so that kind of you know, had me believing. But, you know, your mind sees what it wants to see, right? Yeah. So definitely. I'm like, that could just be like, that could just be a smudge on his screen. Like it was yeah, it was a half a pixel worth of photo or something like that. So um, that's the closest I've ever had. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy. But I, let me tell you, I'm glad that was our last night. Yeah. In that, in that, it was an old, big, School. So, well, I'd say yeah. the closest the thing about that is that you got that feeling when you were left behind that you know you didn't th- that that's enough to get you to get out there and go ghost hunting. But if you yeah, I in just that room, I think I'm a bit of a coward to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't want to be left alone. But uh, yeah, there, there was a little bit of a feeling in there. I've 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 got to admit, I I would have been happier 
if that cunty headmaster hadn't told us that it was potentially haunted. Like, well, why would they have done that? Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's when the psycho- the psychology starts creeping exactly. in. Exactly. He's put that, planted that seed. And exactly. then that darkness and the loneliness is going to start watering that seed. Yeah. Uh, and when you say it was a, a girl out there in the distance, was it like, was it an outline? Was there a skirt? Like, what, what In real life, it was just a flash of light. But in look- real life. But looking back on the video, it was it was quite a distinct... We thought it looked like a, a little girl. Like a silhouette. And everybody knows little girl ghosts are the creepiest <laughs> type of ghosts. Yeah, old woman you ghosts know? are why up there, that? but little yeah. girls are... Yeah, I don't know why it's creepy. If you heard a little girl like laughing... Like, in the, <laughs> <laughs> was that you? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah and Laura, you uh, got anything to well, share? Well, no, I'm, a, I'm an extreme skeptic when it comes to ghosts. Extreme and I, skeptic. You know, Pretty extreme. The, I mean, like... I growing up, I never ever experienced anything. I've been to supposedly haunted places, never experienced anything. Like I went to um, uh, jail, the jail in Adelaide, the Adelaide Jail, mm, and it's okay. the last place that a woman was hanged in the country. Wow! And it's supposedly haunted by her ghost. Okay, okay. very lovely very heavily out. haunted. A very lovely day out, um, but nothing. Um, and I think the closest I've ever come to experiencing any supernatural phenomenon was right in the room that we currently sit. No, you're just saying that. No, uh, I'm not Mikey's even kidding. Mikey's got a shiver running um, down his spine right now. But <laughs> <laughs> just turn around. Oh, yeah. Before we, I met James, I had never experienced any supernatural occurrences. He's got something about him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, and once I moved <laughs> just in with follows him, him around, this supernatural it shit. Follows. We had a potential ghost follow James from England. Oh, that was good timing. Yeah, that was, was great good timing. timing. Yeah, yeah. And take up residence in our living slash kitchen area. And this is an extreme skeptic talking. This mm. is an skeptic talking. Things happened in this very room where we currently sit. Okay. Things like rustlings, <laughs> which doesn't sound oh, very rustling. Okay, so you've got a mice problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vancouver rat Cooper. Things like. Um, my earphones were hanging out of my bag and had been hanging out of my bag for about five hours and we were sitting here watching television and then all of a sudden they started to swing. Okay. Just swinging corner, was just a bit. Swinging. Yeah. You out just dropped acid? <laughs> <laughs> it was a heavy night, yeah. And the the big one, I'll let James... Let James well, no, that. there's a couple... Of, and this is the thing, it's just things moving. It doesn't ever mean ghosts. Um, but there was one that I had to like look back at Laura and I had to say, did you see that? Because we were uh, like... Laura was over here on the sofa, so you're not seeing this, of course, but we, we got our TV in the room. Um, I was just over here, uh, <laughs> over here, where you can see me pointing. Um, on the other side of the I, small room. I was on room. the other side of this small room. Yeah, we're not in a, for those that are trying to visualise where we are, we're in a, quite a small room. Our kitchen is in the same room as our lounge here, so we're, we're kind of in here, but, you know. What are you saying, like 200 square feet? Yeah. I'd say Maybe not even. Maybe, no, no, three probably megap- not too. 300 three, three, feet. Uh, generous yeah three okay. megapixels um but laura had a <laughs> laura had a bag hanging on the end of a chair it's just over at our table there the chair that i'm sitting on right now that's very chair. yeah, that yeah. awesome yeah, the, the, yeah yeah the death i thought chair. i could feel something <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah there's uh, laura's bag was just hanging on the end and again i'm just like i was laying on the floor i had my cushions down there just like chilling out like a dog on the floor uh just like hanging out and uh yeah and laura's bag just swang from left to right and we're talking about there's no window here um we're in a 
very windowless cell. Uh, no, we've got a large window, but it's uh, it's a French door, so that's kind of got blinds down it. Um, there's no breeze getting in here. It's not drafty. That's not drafty sure. at not drafty. all. No, it's, no. it's, it's cosy I can, in here. I can confirm no draft. And this, is, <laughs> and this is the thing. When there's like psychological elements where you're just like, maybe you've seen a horror film or something, and you get a bit creeped out, and you're kind of seeing things aren't there. This was just a normal night like any other. We're not like watching a horror film. We're just we're just chilling out. And, and Laura's bad to just swing quite quite heavily left to right and I like looked over and I said to Laura did you see that and she was like yeah I wish I hadn't and Shit. I was like hey. is it always is it always Laura's things possessions that are moving around it yeah. has been I don't think so. I don't think Laura's targeted uh there's just it ha- nothing's actually happening here for I think last year when I was in my former position something happened uh, one night, but again, it could have been alcohol or something related. It wasn't uh, though. It was no, I know. That's <laughs> why I try and tell myself again. This is why yeah. I'm a skeptic. I, I tell myself every possibility until I'm like, well, I can't explain it. Um, wow. So I was back here. I'm sitting on a chair now. Again, we're at the end of the room, looking over at the TV. Uh, lights were off, but the oven again. Mikey's sitting right next to the oven here. Um, I had made an omelet that night. There was a little pan lazily left on the hob, and in the corner of my eye. I thought I saw the hob, the the pan lifting up, but I didn't think anything of it because I was just like, whatever. Just the handle was slightly moving, and then it dropped and made me jump. I got scared the shit. Laura was you already heard the sound. It, yeah, it banged. It made, it made it scared the shit out of me. So I already thought it was moving, but then it dropped, and I ran into the bedroom. And I said to Laura, like, and I just like grabbed her, and then, and, then, and this is like, did so, you hear the noise, Laura? I was asleep. No, but this is what I mean. Like, it's not like I imagined the noise. I'm telling no. you, but again, it's more likely that I did imagine the noise than anything actually happening. But I tell you, I was stone cold sober. Just, again, just a normal night. I was going to ask. No, again, I was going to ask that. This assumption you know? that I'm like fucked or something. But no, no, it's just a normal night. And uh, again, I wasn't so tired as hallucinating. Um, but just for that that pan to crash like that on top of the hob. So again, and and I was, it's the first time I've like been really actually scared by something that wasn't, uh, again, like I looked over there when I put the light on. Um, so I went and told Laura like something, Something just cr- like the sourceman just crashed. <laughs> Mikey's looking no. scared, um, but I was like, something just like crashed. But this is the last thing to happen in here. Like, how long ago a, was that? This is about a year and a half ago. Oh, mm-hmm. so we're good. Yeah, and again, it's until like, now because we're podcasting about this ghost. I know. It's if, be you, pissed if you off. talk about it, if you acknowledge it, um, <clears throat> but it's weird. And 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 this goes back. I mean, I know to you listening there, just like oh, he's fucking imagining it or something. But again, I wouldn't have been so freaked out to actually have to go and tell Laura like seriously a saucepan just like driving laura's not going to be like oh you're fucking full of shit mate like um I, <laughs> no. she knew i was like scared again because i saw it i saw the handle of the pan and i was just like it's just a maybe the light i'm watching the tv the lights were off so maybe i'm just like playing tricks on me but to actually hear it crash down on the hob like that and it's and i just got bolt upright and got in the bedroom and just like what the fuck um when i'd kind of calmed down i came back in here and turned the lights on and again you, you're looking for every possibility i'm looking for like uneven surfaces i'm looking for like if there's like a mouse in here because seriously it's more likely could it, could have been a mouse. yeah but we've never had a rat problem or mouse problem or anything um, but again I'm thinking it must have been that there must have been something ran across the saucepan to make it crash like that I've got no explanation for it um, and again I'm not like a wacko just being I don't take things at face value I'm like trying to understand why but all I know is if you're in a silent room and this is a quiet house Michael attests to that we've got mm. no one upstairs at the moment it's it's dead quiet in here. Yeah, really so I just suddenly hear a metal saucepan crashing down on my hob. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and like I definitely, you know, believed him. Of course, like when he came in, because it was like proper fear. Laura, Laura, it's just you and me. 
You was, can say it. But honestly, was, I would. Was and he if sober? it was the. O- was yes, he, he was. It was. It's just a normal. I love that you have to ask. It's like, <laughs> since I've moved from England, I rarely. We got some beers tonight. Mikey. No, serious. this was a normal, just. I'm just making night. sure. No, it was normal night. And uh, it, I wouldn't have, you know, if this was the first thing that had happened, I would have been like, oh, okay. And I'd be the first one. Falling asleep and thinking about it. I'd be the first one to hold my hands up and say, if I was drunk, I wouldn't be like, oh, this scary thing happened to me. And oh, I was like, like, you know, five shots in. But I think Um, it was I don't drink on my own. Like, it doesn't, that's not what I do. No, I was asleep. But I think it was more that there had been so many instances of just, and not even the big things like the bag swinging or that, but like hearing footsteps. And it's not coming from anywhere else. There's no one upstairs. Down the down the hallway. Down the hallway on our steps in, you know, coming down to our apartment. This we is <laughs> definitely the last podcast we're ever fucking recording here. I'm we're telling you that never right seen now. Again. Uh, but yes, we it, could run haunted <coughs> tours out of our house. But yeah, well, I guess because we're yeah. skeptic, this is the thing. No matter what we're saying, like there's the noises and weird shit. We always say, well, it can't be, it's not going to be, it's just the creaky floorboards. Like, of course, things happen, houses make noises. Like, that's, again, the first and most rational thing. But again, that pan, that was the, the most recent thing to happen, but the last thing to happen. So, um, <clears throat> but this all starts, guys, like you out there listening, of course, this is for you, like uber skeptics. Don't worry, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, but it all did start starting working in a 16th century mansion in the UK. And we're talking a golf and country club, middle of nowhere, massive mansion. And when in I, Canterbury? In Canterbury. Uh, and m- when Mikey says that someone told him, like, you know, the... Um, the guy there, the, uh, the, the headmaster, headmaster telling mm. him like, oh, there's been this and there's been that. I had the night guys telling me, <clears throat> oh, I hope the spirits like you and all that. And like, a dick. Yeah, the, a dick. I, and I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, mate. Like, yeah, oh, I hope the spirits like you, what the fuck. Um, but again, that's in the back of your mind. They planted the seed. So I'm in there and it was just a, uh, an, a, a very cold very empty there was no guests what were you doing for work Um, there at the time i was front desk in uh, so it's a golf and country club but we'd have guests come and stay so it's like a hotel as well um so i'm in this currently empty mansion house so uh we had stopped it Uh, we're doing renovations upstairs um so there's no one staying in the mansion house and they had told me there were people like that you know they'd hear stamping while they're sat at the desk people like stamping above their heads and again i'm like it's got to be some kind of prankster like it's more likely someone's broken in i'm like thinking who the fuck's like broken in like who's stealing shit so like i'm going up there just like thinking and there's there's no one there but I, i only heard it a few times the actual stamping and I was just like, well, that's someone there. I'm not thinking it's a ghost. I'm like, hello? You know, just like asking around. But then coming back down to the desk and like realizing how scared I was, just that I'm hearing like full on stamping, but I'm like, it's mm. pigeons or there's so something. Are you the only one in? At the time, I'm the only one there. So yeah. the bar had closed, the restaurant closed. Again, I'm thinking like, who the fuck is it? Like, yeah. who's, who's you, sh- you showed me a photo before we, before we started recording. It's a big ass. It's a big ass building to be alone in. It's like an it's, empty. It, that would be scary as fuck. Yeah, and that's With, the thing without being told that there's potentially <laughs> some fucking spirits in there. Like how many how many rooms is it? It's like it looked three or four stories high. It's three or four stories high. Uh, downstairs it's one level, uh, and then upstairs there were only like nine guest rooms, but each of them had their own like stories and their own kind of stuff. Um, but again, I wasn't sat there at the desk thinking, and, and we're talking absolutely dead, like 
winter there's no guests anyway there was we had uh, 11 lodges around the property so people would check in they get these really nice modern lodges and they're nowhere near they'll check in with me at the desk um and the only thing they'd come to the mansion for was tourist information if they got any questions i'd help them out if they always play pool there's a big billiards table as well um so yeah i'm not sitting there thinking anything of it but as soon as i started working at this place man things happening in my flat and it wasn't even happening to me. It was happening to my girlfriend at the time. And she is a massive skeptic too. So at first I'm thinking she's just like fucking with me. Um, <clears throat> and the first thing to happen, she was just went to the toilet as normal. I'm in the other room and I hear an ear piercing scream and I'm just like, Oh fuck. She's seen a spider. She went to the toilet. Like that's a spider scream. If I've ever heard one. So, uh, I'm hearing this ear piercing scream. Like, oh, what is it? Like, what, what do you need to me to come in and get? And she like runs into my arms, like shaking with fear. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like the towel shot across the towel rail in front of me. And I'm like, again, checking the window. I don't like this. I know, <laughs> but I'm checking the window. Cause I'm like, Mr. Logical, Mr. Skeptic. Like, you know, I, I believe that she's scared, but I'm like, well, I don't think it's a ghost. Like, what, what the fuck? Um, but she, we're talking like the toilet down the other end of the room, a long, thin bathroom, and at the end of the room is the window, which was shut tight. And she's saying she was just sat there, the towel rail on the wall in front of her, just shooting across the rail. Um, and I believed her, and this is the thing, I've got no reason to say what the fuck. Like, she was truly believed that this had, like, done it. And it was on the floor. She, like, ran out in fear and... Um, that was the first thing to happen. And again, it's all starting, it's lining up with me starting at this mansion house. Um, the craziest one that happened was us both going out to work in the morning, went to our normal days. Uh, I got home and in our bedroom, we had a seven drawer chest and our two bedside tables, every drawer open in our bedroom. And I phone my nan who was my landlord at the time she was uh, we have a property business um so um i phoned back and just said has anyone been in our flat today has anyone had the key like has anyone because again i thought we'd been fucking robbed i'm like checking that everything's there it's all good but like what what's going on who's fucking with us and again all of our drawers open in this flat and i told sarah and she was absolutely scared out of her wits end she's already seen this towel and now I'm saying, like, all of our drawers are open in the bedroom. And I said, like, did you open those drawers? How, how long between the two incidences? Um, this was about four months later. Okay. So it'd been, like, the main thing. And again, Bit of a lazy ghost. <laughs> yeah, I know. It didn't, didn't continue. Not, not appearing that often. Not, but not Maybe continuous. it kicks most of their time around at the mansion and then just but yeah, does day to day At the meantime, there were things <laughs> happening. And you mentioned about the light switches. That's a classic one. Like, again, and I'm thinking... <clears throat> because I was at the office one night and we had a little uh, behind the desk, there was a little cupboard and that's where the stationery and stuff were. So you just kind of getting stuff ready for the next day. Um, lights were off as they would be. I opened the door, turned the light on, did what I need to do, turn the light off, came out. And then while I was sat on the desk, I saw the light come on under the doorway. So the light just came on. But again, I'm thinking this is electrics. It's an old house. I'm not going to think it's a ghost, but the actual switch had flicked as well. So that's when I'm thinking, like, I can't really explain this shit. It's just little, tiny little things that are happening. But I'm just, like, having all of our drawers open was the biggest one because I'm like, that takes some fucking energy, whatever. Mm. whatever's going. But again, I still to this day would more likely believe it was someone coming in and fucking with us rather than that it was a ghost. But that's, like, that's I, I've had these things happen, man. <laughs> but I've never seen a ghost, but, like, the, the things that have actually happened. Um, and... 
you would like to think that when I stopped working there that stuff stopped happening. Um, but again, it's these little things coming to Vancouver now uh, even happened there, but nothing's happened since we last but went back to the UK. So I was like, maybe they booked an extra seat and came back with us. Jeez. That's what we <laughs> always say. We say the ghosts went back to where they belonged when we went back to England. Yeah, well, that was my intention. For, for the we- when you went back for the wedding, uh, the, we went back for Christmas, the last Christmas. Oh, so it hasn't happened since nothing's then. Nothing's happened, no. and just before that, so it hasn't come. It hasn't come back. Nothing. No, no. And, and again, stayed over there. Yeah, and this sounds ridiculous again, but again, this is I, I am a sane person, believe it or not, and <laughs> <laughs> you have to check barely. Um, but again, I, and still a skeptic. <clears throat> but um, I mean, that's they're the ones that come to mind straight away, but. There's other little things that the more I say, the more it sounds like I'm bullshitting or like trying to like pull your leg or something. But there are loads of other, like even since I've been started talking, I'm like, oh yeah, and that happened, but I'm not going to talk. What? About what do you mean? Like it's happened in the room? Since not, in, not in this. No, 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 fuck off. No, no, no. Oh, I forgot to tell you, mate, you last week, the ghost showed up and told him yeah. he wanted to yeah, come in, to you. In that seat uh, you're sitting in, boy. Uh, no, I mean like when I'm talking about <clears throat> the main incidents back in the flat, I remember other little ones that happened as well that I'm just like, yeah, not going to talk about Just that. like mainly stuff moving. It's just stuff but from when you're in the other room. Did you see, did you see like a ghost? No, that's what I mean. seen a ghost. That's yeah. what I mean. I've never seen a ghost. Yeah. That's why mm. I'm always like, never seen one. I always think it's more likely that there's <clears throat> obviously things we don't understand in life, like, you know, pockets of energy and things like that, stuff that just happens. Um, but again, I've never seen anything. I've got no proof of anything happening. Just a few things that have like startled us. But that, the drawer open one to say, I've got a witness for that. Like someone, the game, we're totally unrelated days that we've had um when it's like happened to one person it's always one of those things where you're like yeah whatever mate uh but the fact me and laura have been in this room and seen stuff and i actually looked at her and said did you see that and she's like yeah Mm. i hope not and that was like again clear as day one night and and that like really rattled us but then that was like i'd say maybe a week later is when pan gate happened um, and I told people, I told people at work that day, and I could tell they're looking at me like I'm mental, um, which is always the risk when you kind of say. But it's because it yeah. freaked me out so much. Yeah. I'm just like seriously. Yeah. I was just like at home, and suddenly this pan dropped in the corner of my eye, and I just like scared the shit out of me. So when the bag was moving, how? What are we talking for movement? We're not talking like again, just it slid off the chair or something. We're talking fully swinging left to right. It did like a fall to the left and to the right, and then just stopped. And I just said to Laura, wow. like, again, well, I'm not sitting anywhere near the chair. There's no draft. Um, and, it, and it did that. So, again, not trying to freak anyone out, not trying to say, like, it was a ghost. But I'm just saying there's things like that. Because um, I'm like, maybe it just slid off and things like that. But the fact it actually fully in front of my eyes slid, um, swung from left to right. And the fact Laura was there and I had to ask if she saw it because I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I mean, the fact that you yeah. both have seen some of these things, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> Glitch in the Matrix? Yeah, Maybe. I'd say it's more likely to be a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah then... That again, would, that's my, a lot more sane. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it go, to, it doesn't go to ghost. Yeah. Uh, but all I know is I worked in a creepy place, and that's the nothing in my life till then, um, and, uh, and then that was it. So, um, Laura, besides uh, the ghost that's following James around that is now associated with you, yes. up until then, did you have any... Never. You, you haven't had anything? Never, okay. nothing ever supernatural happened to me and you've still decided to stay with him incredible <laughs> yeah. yeah i weighed up the pros and cons and yeah uh, slightly Human, uh, possession yeah. Is pros just, yeah. as long as the ghost rears its head only once every couple of years you're yeah. all good at it then well yeah. honestly it's been we we had like weird feelings in here as well and like just just uh, it's something you can't explain you're not even expecting it and you're just like feels like 
fucking weird. And but now we haven't had that feeling for just like two years. No, that's now. gone. A year. When you had the birds and the bees chat, that weird <laughs> feeling that you get. <laughs> yeah, just that little uh, tingle, you know. <laughs> no, no, not that chat. Um, but yeah, it's again. It's all coming out because it's the Halloween special. So there's uh, a few things that have. Mikey's now looking around the room. Just I sure. am. I'm not comfortable in this house it anymore. Doesn't feel it. It's the same place. No, it's, it's not the housemate. It's, it's, uh, I'm carrying my little my little it is ghost, James. Yeah. ghost it, body. That's what we did say. Like it's definitely James. But again, I think whatever. I don't know. It, I can't explain it. I, there's things, again, mentalness, uh, severe head trauma. I don't know. <laughs> Probably better, better ex- examples of uh, of why these things have happened. Maybe no. you never did survive that tree fall, and oh. um, you know you went into some crazy coma, and, and you weird. came out and thought you'd survive, yeah, but I, really, I, yeah. you were in a coma for like five years. And <laughs> I'm, I'm in a coma right now, and my only power is predicting Simpsons episodes. <laughs> 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 so that's always that's always uh, really kind yeah. of amused me about Mikey as well. That, that I love that power. Like I came into work and Mikey said, "Oh yeah, we're discussing like personal superpowers." And I of course came out with the thrift one, uh, the the law of attraction. Think yeah. what you want, it's going to be there. Uh, well, I Mike, guess this was law of attraction a little bit because it was it was always the episode I wanted. You know, <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. It sucks that I grew out of it. You know. You still, yeah, well, when The Simpsons is on, I guess now they're in like season 27 or something. Yeah, I'm not interested Forget in it. it yeah, so yeah Treehouse of Horrors on, you'll know it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're going to have a nice uh, nice food for thought on your way home, mate. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, it's been, uh, we've been going a pretty long time. That that really flew by. Well, yeah. when you're here in that really kind of drivel. spooky how quick that went by. Um, very good. <laughs> uh, anybody else got anything to, to add? This this week, or are we time to to wrap it up? We're about wrapped up, but uh, uh, yeah, you're going to see some fireworks on the way home. Uh, Laura, you got anything? Uh, any parting words? Um, just that uh, Van- in Vancouver news this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't recovered too much news. Uh, bus strike. Bus strike. Oh yeah, Translink. Bus strikes. <laughs> I love it. The longer bathroom breaks for the drivers. Well, they officially said that the the start of the strike would just be no overtime and no uniforms. As of tomorrow. Oh, so no uniforms. No okay. uniforms. Coinciding with Halloween. They're just going to be in Halloween costumes <laughs> yeah. now. So or we naked. shall see. <laughs> and they're in their natural uniform. They don't really have much of a uniform, do they? They Not just really. It's kind of just like a polo top with the logo on it or whatever. They're sitting behind the, the door as well. So it's not going to stop. There's going to be no... Not yet. Okay. But if... I mean, the fact... No overtime is quite a big issue is because at the moment they don't have enough staff and most staff work overtime. Yeah, they're so on like they've been on like a hardcore hiring campaign mm-hmm. for like the last couple of years. Um and apparently they only want to really focus on hiring people in their 20s and 30s like career bus drivers. They don't <laughs> oh. want to You know, when you think of a bus driver you think of like a 60-year-old like they don't want to hire 60-year-olds anymore. They want to hire people that are going to stay there for like 20, 30 years. I, I don't know why you'd think that would be like a career, but... But no one does um, that anymore anyway. No one stays at a job in 20, yeah, 20 exa- 30 years. Exactly. It doesn't work yeah, like exactly. Well, it's different now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad I've got a car now, I guess. Yeah. That's all yeah I can how's say. that been treating you? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's all good. I put I put oil in it. Um, nice. You know that's a, that's a that's a big that's a big thing for me. So coolant. Uh, Keegan, my old housemate, was like, "Mate, make sure you put some oil in." So he's looking out for me. Oh, exciting piece of news as well that happened to me. Yeah. This is how interesting my week's been. 
found a nickel from 1947. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where was that? Had King George on it. When was the last no. time you've seen a coin in circulation that didn't have Queen Elizabeth on? Good point. Where, yeah. where did you find that? I, I don't know. It just, just turned up in my wallet. I think I, I think it was from McDonald's. Oh. I got a coffee from McDonald's. <laughs> and I'm pretty meal. sure. 1947, right? So I go online, look it up. It's worth eight times its original value. Sweet. So how much is it worth? 40 cents. But <laughs> wow. still. You can retire now. 100% increase. Yeah. That's pretty good. laughing now. I was thinking that's about 250 mil worth of gas for my car. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That will, helps. Well, that will get you it down helps. half a street. For it sure. all but, helps. And especially, uh, you know, of course, at this time of year, pretty hard to drive outside of Vancouver now because you're going to need your snow chains. Have you got those ready to go? No winter no, tires. No chains. Hey, no chains. But when I bought this car, I just thought that it wouldn't have had snow tyres on. Yeah. And um, look at the tyres the other day. Yeah, it has got a little M&S. There seat. we go. So it's got, it's, got, it's got mud and snow. So better than nothing. So um, You can drive up to Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, yeah legal. Snow. Legal yeah. on the seat of sky. For sure. Um, all up good to, to a go. certain point. Yeah, then you it's chains. You have to have proper snow tyres. Yeah, and it's chains must be carried legally. Uh, so it's not even about the tyres at that point. It's you must legally carry those chains with you. Yes. So that's enough. I knew that. <laughs> I'll go by change tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, but yeah, getting up to Whistler, uh, definitely a trickier one at this time of year. The Coca-Cola, mm. you've experienced that recently. Oh my yeah, gosh. fuck the Coca-Cola. Yeah. No way. You've been back, what, two, three weeks at this point? So imagine what it's doing up there right now. Mm, I think the stress of that drive is what made me sick last week. It's changed. That's, that's what made I me sick. I would not put it past it. It is one of the most... Stressful times. Mm, James has shared on this on podcast when you guys got uh, got stuck. It's yeah. terrifying because <laughs> the first time I ever drove in snow was that time mm. on that road when we were wow. driving out of Kelowna and we got up into the mountains and I was just like, "What is what is this? Yeah. What is this? It's snowing. This isn't Brisbane anymore. <laughs> it's definitely not Brisbane, not Kansas anymore. <laughs> no, James, we're not in t- well that was the main responsibility as well like Laura's in the passenger seat there and things failing one by one on the car and that's really what got me most terrified it's probably it's that like, fucking ghost again <laughs> <laughs> making ghost the car in, fuck up ghost in the machine <laughs> uh, yeah for sure and that's the thing that was like I'd say no ghostly goings on happening at that point no so. there was no ghostly goings on at that point <laughs> that's it what they just, wanted you to yeah think. wouldn't have even thought about it so thank exactly. you for now putting that yeah. in there Mikey um, yeah but yeah, it's it's happening as we speak. Coquihalla covered in snow, and yeah. uh, that's going to continue now right through to what late April. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got one last email, guys. Uh, we did oh. get a little submission. Oh yeah. Uh, and yep. it's it's basically it's no body of text here, but they're just saying which is the best, and we've got four jack lanterns to choose from. So uh, we're going to put that on the Instagram. You let us know which one is the best. Thank and, you, Stephen. Uh, yeah, thank you, Stephen. As um, well. Um, yeah, Stephen and Lisa. Slash, yeah. For, mystery. Uh, for that, have you guys ever done the jack-o'-lantern? We did yeah. last year. Last year. Yes. We had them uh, lit up and got in the spirit. Yeah. And this year we did not. Did not. No. I refuse waste of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can toast the scenes up. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. A bit of pumpkin soup. We left it to rot for three months after that. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, lovely. Got mold. That's probably got rid of the ghost. <laughs> the ghost was like, fuck this stench. I'm getting 
outing. That's the exorcism. <laughs> and a yeah. waste of food is a, yeah. a vegan ghost out there. Um, but uh, one hour 45, mate. So I think that's going to wrap it up. What? How can you find us on the social pipes, James? Can I can never us. remember. Yeah, you can find us. Uh, it's at livingabroadcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. We've got at livingabroadcast. No, we're not on Facebook. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. No, you, can on, you can find James on Facebook. Yeah, you, yeah. follow my... I don't use Facebook <laughs> for anything but living a broadcast now. So just look at uh, at JamesWay2K. Uh, we have got... Uh, living a broadcast on Instagram. Yes. And living a broad pod on Twitter. On the old Twitter. Eric is in charge of the Twitter. I doubt he has <laughs> uploaded anything, seeing as though he's in Europe. And I don't. I, I still don't know if he's ever going to come back. So yeah. Who, who well, knows? shout out to Eric. We know you're listening and uh, probably... Popped a few blood vessels of you listening to that drivel yeah. uh, during that. So uh, we're looking forward to having you back, man. And we know that time is coming, right, Mikey? Absolutely. And Laura, thanks for joining us. Oh, really no appreciate worries. it. Yeah, thanks, Laura. No worries, Our first returning guest. Yeah. Hi, I'm so special. And if special you haven't man. heard the original uh, episode with Laura, I believe it's called Pilgrimage of St. James. Go Still look available. it back up. In the uh, the back catalogue, yeah. As yeah. They say. If you're missing summer, go back to that lovely <laughs> episode on back? our roof deck, and yep. uh, yeah, that's still available. Alrighty, and we'll uh, see you next week. Happy Halloween! Bye. Bye.